and we are back. Y'all know that's right. Back again for another episode of the Hoop Plug. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And as always, rocking with you. It's your main man for Ross in the building. And I got with me my brother, my partner in crime, the co to the CEO, Stir Fry Ty. How you feeling, my brother? I'm feeling good, bro. We got a lot on the rundown for today. Jam-packed episode, Dirk Nowitzki, Statue Reveal, Luca's one-of-a-kind performance, Damien, all-time leading scorer, Trailblazers history, and more. Keep it locked. I got what you love. I am your plug. Ross, how you feeling, my brother, my dog? I'm feeling good. My bad, my bad. I wasn't sure if you were licking off more. I was like, let me give my boy some chance, <laughs> some room to operate here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing good. You know what I'm saying? It's holiday season. Holiday yes. season everywhere is the best time of the year, um, especially here in the Virgin Islands. You really feel it. You know, you got an influx of people. Streets are packed. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's really outside because it's 80 degrees. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling good, brother. I'm feeling good, man. Uh, but you mentioned it. We got a jam-packed episode. But before we get into all of that, guys, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, that like, turn post notifications on. You know what I'm saying? Showing us some, some support. And if you like that video, man, keep supporting us so we can continue getting you guys that video, these videos out. Without further ado, it's back to the plug. <laughs> Let's go, man. Last night, Lucas Mavs stormed back to beat the Knicks in overtime. And this is not just no regular comeback. I know the NBA has gotten accustomed to it with them threes raining. It's not a foreign thing, but this was truly a one-of-a-kind performance from Luka to Don. 60-21-10. Let that thing hit you, okay? That's a crazy line. The likes of Wilt haven't done it. The likes of James Harden haven't done it. The likes of the big O Oscar Robertson haven't done it. Crazy night from the superstar that's shining brighter than any other right now. Luka the Don. Don. <coughs> Correct, correct. The new minority owner of the Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic, <laughs> went out yesterday and showed everybody why he's daddy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, man, this man dropped. All right, pause, 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 pause. But come on now, you know, this was supposed to be like that. But it's really because of the Knicks. My boy Ty feeling away, you know what I'm saying? But I don't blame him. I don't blame him. But I saw that to say this, man. We really saw some Luka magic yesterday. You know what I mean? Uh, the guy dropped a game that we had never seen in history ever, right? Uh, you expect a guy to accomplish something, you know, and then you're like, okay, well, let's look at the list of things here. So you probably got Will who did it and Michael Jordan who did it. And if Michael Jordan didn't do it, you know Will definitely did it, right? And so these are one of those accomplishments that even Will didn't do. You know what I mean? The amazing, historic, uh, storied career that Will Chamberlain had. He couldn't drop a 60-20-10 game, you know what I'm saying? So guys, please realize when you're witnessing greatness, you know what I mean? Uh, right before we got on wax, I was telling time, like, what is the greater moment in our time, in our lifetimes, right? Is it Kobe scoring 81 or is it this? Some people sitting at home are probably like, you crazy. That's Kobe. That's 81. But this is pretty damn impressive too, you know? It is for sure. And we got people already saying this is the greatest regular season performance that we've ever seen. I'm not ready to top that. We got Kobe's 81, like you mentioned, that came to mind. Carmelo's 60.9 in the garden. That just, hey. there's a little bias there. But, bro, this is a game the Knicks <laughs> weren't even supposed to be in. Brunson was out, our fearless leader. RJ went down a minute into the contest with a finger issue. Yet the Knicks had a nine point lead with 30 seconds remaining. Now, how they managed to blow that lead, I still don't know. And I watched the whole game. But Luka just <laughs> kept coming. He kept coming and kept coming. The Knicks missed a few free throws. 
But not only did he have 50 at that fourth quarter, he then perfectly executed the intentionally missed free throw, which never seems to go right, and got the bucket, got the rebound, and sent it into overtime. And my boy did not even care to play defense with the final second and a half. My boy was just celebrating, tongue out, Jordan style. Yeah, I did that. (laughs) This is what I do. My boy Luca was looking like the man last night. Those are numbers. Those are things that you don't ever see. And, you know, he he capped off his performance at the end of the the night. He had a little interview and they asked him, they're like, what are your thoughts on the game? My boy said, tired as hell. (laughs) And you should be, brother. You put on a performance for the ages. I mean, that's one that, again, we've said it already. It's going down in the history books. We may not see another performance like that ever again. Bro, you're right. He wasn't the only one tired. Let's not forget it was a Tibbs-led team (laughs) on the other sideline. Every every one of our starters, barring RJ, who left for injury, was into the 40 minutes. Deuce McBride, my boy, barely cracked rookie status so far. He just got called up from the G League. He cracked 40 minutes, bro. When I saw Julius Randle's face after the tip on overtime, I knew the game was over. We had no chance. Boys was gassed. All (laughs) All I know is... My boy Tim Duncan was sitting at home going through some serious PTSD, thinking he was back in San Antonio playing T-Mac, where T-Mac went for 13 and 35 seconds, you know? Um, That's probably the only other comparable thing we can compare it to. I mean, don't get me wrong. T-Mac didn't drop anywhere near 60, 20, and 10 that game. But the ability to close it out, the confidence, the the bit of luck involved, you know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those things that you might not see falling perfectly into place ever again the way it did just now, you know? And the big difference, while T-Mac scored every bucket, Luka was scoring or assisting every bucket. And that T-Mac performance, you didn't really think he was going to win, even though he was going crazy, until they won. With yeah. this, yeah. it felt inevitable. <laughs> I was shaking in my boots. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew <laughs> Luka, don't give him a chance. Damn, that was another three. Damn, don't give him a chance. Damn, you just fouled him. He's on the line. It didn't feel good, brother. It didn't feel good. While that Luka night was historic, and we just told you why, there's a lot more history being made in the NBA as of late. We got LeBron closing in on that scoring title or the all-time scoring record. We had Dirk Nowitzki getting immortalized. His jersey got retired earlier this season. Mark Cuban said that was not going to be all because the statue was on the way. All right, we got our first look at the statue. And just a couple quick thoughts from the statue review committee. Bro, usually you see that typical bronze, rustic color in the statue, but you don't see the jersey in color. And I thought this was kind of different. I'm not sure if I like it or I hate it, but they got that, like I said, typical statue color. And then the baby blue and white on the jersey, the white tube socks, and the Nikes <laughs> drip down. With the with the, with the the chrome. Is that a white jersey? Why does it look chrome? I guess because it's metal, right? But yeah. this How you is feel about different. That? What you rating that statue? One out of ten. I f- with Dirk heavy. Excuse my French. So that's it's already gonna get it ranked pretty high. Um, his face is looking crazy, which doesn't help him. <laughs> and the white jersey is different. I feel like it's, it's gonna very be different. Stuff. Yeah, like I'm looking at a picture right now. This shit is brand new, and underneath the Dallas, like it's already like kind of fading out, like rubbed out. You know, I think it's cool. Not my favorite. I mean. When you try to steer away from the traditional norms, you sometimes have something better, but not always. 
and this is one of those times I think the, they, they got it right the original time. You know, so if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Still looks good. Big shouts to Dirk Nowitzki, man. He was the first person that I went to the store was like, yeah, I want his jersey. You know what I'm saying? My first jersey in life was LeBron. Like, second jersey was Shaq. You know what I mean? Where I told my mom, I was like, hey, mom, like, can we get a basketball jersey? It was this fool Dirk winning the NBA Finals, killing everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, big shouts. Yeah, the timing. Impeccable. Speaking of timing, though, Mark Cuban, this wasn't no coincidence. Christmas Day, okay, that makes sense. He's trying to give a gift to your franchise superstar, franchise legend. Lakers in town. Is that meaningful, right? You could have said, okay, that's who they won their chip over, LeBron, but it was the Heat. So is that, you think that was intentional? <laughs> LeBron in town There's, for this? There, there was a little intention in there. Oh, yeah, he wanted LeBron to know, be like, hey, bro, you caused this. <laughs> You're the reason this happened. You just could have won in 2011. It would have been all been over. Nobody would have known about Dirk, Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler. It all been nobody. Mark Cuban? No, I'm kidding. Everybody would have still known Mark. But Some interesting stats about Dirk, though. Sixth on the all-time scoring list. 14-time huh. All-Star. We know about the finals win. Also, finals MVP to go along with it. Sixth on the all-time scoring list, though. Oh, you said all-time. For a all second, time, I thought you were saying sixth on the Mavs. I'm like, nah, man. Something's not adding up here. Like, something is not adding up here. Nah, sixth all-time. That makes sense. Yeah. That surprised me. I knew the Mavs record. That didn't surprise me. Like, Luke's yeah, yeah, probably yeah. going to pass him if he finishes in the blue and white. But Kobe, Wilt. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of great guys in this league. And that makes sense why LeBron called him the greatest international player ever. He's definitely finished the highest on that list. Well, um, yeah, because Tim, think- Tim Duncan's around 16 now. What do you mean when you say that? Because KD just passed him. Because that, oh, that was his competition, right? Okay. The greatest okay, oh, yes. international player ever. Yeah, well, K- uh, Timmy's a weird one. But, yeah, I think he falls into the, the international category. We'll give it to him. He, it's weird because he's from the U.S. Virgin Islands. So, yes, on paper, he is technically international. But he's got a blue passport like the rest of them. But even then, Tim Duncan, I think, is the greatest power forward of all time, which is weird. Because Derek yeah. Nowitzki is definitely the best international superstar of all time until Luca passes him, which he probably will in 10 years, maybe a little less, you know. Um, I don't know. He's definitely the best international power forward of all time. Yeah. Maybe the best a, international player. Yeah, because I agree with you. Uh, Tim's the best power forward of all time. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, San Antonio's system goes both ways, right? Like, you get more winning, but you don't get as much individual stats and accolades. So, um, yeah, I think Tim Duncan and drop him any other franchise, his numbers were gaudy. He might be sixth on this list, too. So, yeah, uh, yeah I'm with you. Uh, interna- greatest international player ever. We don't count Tim Duncan. Probably some other guys with some gray area nationalities that we can uh, exclude <laughs> as well. <laughs> there we go. There we go. No, but Dirk's the man, though, bro. He captivated fans, and he did it his way. You know what I mean? He wasn't getting by people getting to the bucket with the quickness. You know what I'm saying? He was slow methodical, back to the basket, fade away, turnaround jumper, fade away. And you knew what he was doing every time, but guess what? You couldn't stop it. And that was what was so beautiful about it, you know? I think KD picked up a little – no, well, well, just to finish it off, KD picked up a little bit of a Dirk fade in his jumper now, and you could see that to this day. 
That's facts. That's facts. KD was a guy that pulled a lot of, from a lot of different guys, but he credited T-Mac actually as the person he looked up to and modeled his game after most, which is interesting. I just saw that online. But, bro, that, that was a beautiful breakdown of the kind of evolution of Dirk Nowitzki's game. LeBron did something similar after the game, after seeing the statue go up, but he also kept some capping in there. All right, LeBron <laughs> said this. Before they unveiled the statue, I already knew what it would look like. One leg fade away. Come on, bro. All right, LeBron, have you not seen the tweets? Have you not seen the memes? Bro, you keep doing this. (laughs) Bro, LeBron just got to be him. No no matter what it is, it's not enough that LeBron right now is the greatest ball player in the game. He just got to be him in every other aspect. He's got to know what's happening. He's like, yeah, man, I don't know what it was, but I just really felt like Kobe was going to drop at least 60 or 70 that night. Come on, LeBron. Come on, bro. Now you're talking about this. So he, he he does that, but I think he has a little bit of fun with it too, though. You know? So. That's facts. That's facts. Yeah. All right, man. Like I said, a lot of history being made. It's not just Dirk. It's not just Luca. It's also Dame. Okay? Because he's tapping the wrist this time. All-time scoring leader for Portland. Yeah, it happened last week. He passed Clyde Drexler. Monday night, Portland celebrated him. Okay? Hate it or love it. That bond Dame has with Portland and that city is special, man. I watched some of that ceremony, at least the highlights of it. And uh, amongst the stuff he said, which was really nice, I mean, Portland stayed after the game to serenade him. And, and you could really see the love. You could feel the love. Dame said, I've gone from a 21-year-old to a 32-year-old in front of all of you. And, and that's special, man, the ups, the downs. It's crazy to see Dame and what he is now, this supernova, this highly skilled assassin out there on the court, this fourth-quarter closer, this multiple-time Correct. all-star. Now – the all-time scoring leader in Portland. Oh, yeah. And uh, we knew that was a gimme. Those were one of those things that we knew Damian Lillard would take care of. It's just a matter of when, not if. Um, and don't be surprised that he leads this franchise in at least three categories all time by the time he gets out of here. Assists, steals. Um, and the thing about that is, right, if you're there long enough, whether you're a point guard or a center, I mean, you get rebounds a game. You get three, four rebounds a game. They eventually start to add up. So, don't see. Don't be surprised to see Damian Lillard in a few years leading, you know, the Portland Trailblazers in multiple categories all time as well. Uh, Damian Lillard is one of those guys. He's him. You know what I mean? He is a rare breed. Not too many guys come in. Not the number one pick. He wasn't even number five pick. I think he was ten or something like that. Maybe 15, between ten he, and fifteen. He's a top ten pick. Top ten pick. Top top ten. Okay. Well, he comes in. He has the most complete rookie season in that class. Came in like he had just been there. Ended up taking that uh, Portland Trailblazers team deep into the playoffs. I mean, second round exit for that squad wasn't too bad. You know what I mean? And he's at the helm. He's the one leading it at a ripe age of 21, you know? And now you see where he's gone from that, where he came in with that composure, that confidence to where he is now, where he is that guy. And with a bunch of guys who, let's be frank, Portland Trailblazers from top to bottom probably have one of the worst assembled rosters in the league. Like, Like with all due respect, like in terms of talent, like, you got Damian Lillard, and then there's a big draw. I mean, you might have the Anthony Simons, a couple guys on the team that could hoop, right? Jeremy Grants, the center. I can't even think of his name right now. But uh, say all that to say this, man, Dame is that dude. You know what I mean? He's not a player that you see very often, and he's not a player that you're going to come across often, you know? No doubt a Hall of Famer. Just unfortunate, man. The guy is in a situation where the Western Conference has been loaded with some of the best guards in the history of the league, Right? Not just the last 10 years, right? The history of the league. And so took him a little bit of time to get that shine. But we all know Damian Lillard is here. And uh, like you said, he's tapping the wrist. It's his time. So. Yeah, man. 
And uh, 32 came into the league at 21. So that's 11 years back, right? While he's the name that usually gets brought up when we talk about the underrated guys in this league and the ones that don't get their due respect from the media, listen to how his fellow competitors talk about them. They put a beautiful tribute video out. Steph, Clay, I mean, not Clay, Steph, Draymond, a bunch of other superstars around the league just giving love to Damian Lillard. And, and you could tell, you could tell how he's viewed in this league and it's very highly. But 11 years ago, 21 years old, if you do the math, that's when it was. This guy was coming mm-hmm. out. One of the things Draymond said in that tribute video is he worked his way from an unrecruited guy at Weber State. That's pretty close Literally. to a Ryder University. It, it is. And it made is. himself a top 10 pick. Now, guys, 11 years ago, for me and for Ross, those hoop dreams were alive and well. So this was the <laughs> ball is life era. We're watching workouts, hoop mixtapes, all that jazz. And there was a workout video, not a highlight mix, but a workout video that went viral. And it was none other yeah. than Damian Lillard's. I don't know if you've seen this back in the day, but my oh, man... Yeah had a Steph Curry-esque workout. You know those workouts they talk about rookies puke at? <laughs> That's what Damian yeah. Lillard was doing at 21 years old, fresh out of Weber State. Simply this video propelled him to a top 10 pick, and it was not fraud. This man was drenched in sweat, working hard as hell. Like, every pick yeah. up, every time he touched it, it's like six dribble combo, spin, step back. You're getting bumped, and he's knocking down threes, and he's not missing. He was not missing. And it was at that point I was like, damn. This is what it looks like. I'm going to yeah. stick with baseball. But, <laughs> man, like, yeah. I know, it's crazy that, like, he, he was able to turn an undersized kid with debatable talent that didn't stand out from the pack into, into this crazy career where maybe he didn't win. But in terms of success and respect amongst his peers, he's got everything you could ask for. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, listen, bro, he's <clears throat> top 10 in the league right now. Uh, I probably have to move some pieces around. Maybe not right now. He's definitely top 20 in the league for sure. Um, But when he's playing his best, he's top 10 in the league, no doubt about it. So, I mean, Damian Lillard has that respect. Everybody knows he's a dog. Um, It's tough to win when you don't have too much help, too much support. And being in a small market franchise like the Trailblazers, you know, sometimes it's tough. But say all that to say this, Dame is loyal there. He's grown there. Again, imagine being in the city. Imagine being a rider for 11 years, bro. That's it's part of your life right now. You know what I mean? That's a third of his life is the Portland Trailblazers. So that's something to keep into perspective. Uh, that's something to keep into perspective as well. Uh, but, you know, Dame Lillard, man, the ups and the downs, you got to pay your credit. You got to give your respect. You got to pay homage, you know? So big shouts, d and congrats on becoming the all-time scorer for the Portland Trailblazers franchise. Thanks. More history. KD moving into 15th place on the NBA all-time scoring list in that beautiful win over no easy opponent, the Cleveland Cavaliers. And to Mm -hmm. do so, moving on to 15th, he had to bump someone down. That someone happened to be VI legend, shouts Tim Duncan. Big shouts, Timmy. You know what I'm saying? Big shouts, KD. We kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier in the Dirk segment. But yeah, man, uh, KD's out here putting in that work. KD is one of those cats, I mean, we just talked about Damian Lillard and what he's been able to do since day one. KD is one of those cats who walked into the league and the guy looked like he had already been there before. Averaged 20-plus points per game his rookie year and hasn't looked back since. Uh, KD was drafted in the 2007 NBA draft 
and to already be where he's at. I mean, a guy like Tim Duncan, I mean, some of these guys on the list that he's already surpassed, some of the greatest scorers, you know what I'm saying, in the league history. So he's in year 15 or whatever it is. Katie's got a lot of time left in his career. I don't want to jinx him, you know, it's knock on some wood, but Katie's got time. And the way that the league is going nowadays, right, with the advanced medical treatment, advanced science, and a guy like KD, he's super skinny. He's not like he his game isn't super aggressive. It's really a lot of finesse in his game. It's a bunch of jumpers. It's not too, too heavy on his body. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. KD's doing his thing, man. Big shouts out, Timmy. I know he's sitting at home punching the air, but these things happen. So, <laughs> uh, If anything I know about Tim Duncan, he is not giving him. <laughs> no, no, at all. At all. Really and truly, he's in uh, St. Croix right now. Flip-flops on. Chilling with the POTUS. Yo, you know Biden is on St. Croix right now? I did not. What's he doing now? Yeah, bro. Uh, just lightning vacation. So I was out with my friends. I was dropping my friend home yesterday, right? About to go onto the highway. Police. I tried to go the back way. Police. Tried to go the other way. Police. I asked them. I said, what's going on, guys? They're like, POTUS is here, dog. President of the United States, man. This guy not only has he got the caravan. The guy's got the detail in the front. Detail in the back. Road blocked off. Snappers on the roof. Snappers on all the rooftops. <laughs> Snappers <laughs> in all the bushes. Like, nah, these, this guy, bro, he didn't come <laughs> around. Like, uh, he's only staying yeah, for like a week, but there's probably 150 people and like five full cargo plane loads dope. of stuff and people that came down just for these four or five days. That's dope. Yeah. And uh, yeah. sorry to segue like that, but <laughs> <laughs> all good. Man, KD's already passed about three of these legends this season. Okay, he's in that era yeah. where there's a there's a bunch of them. Those records are only a few points away, a few games away if you're scoring like KD's scoring. And uh, he's about to break another one, I'm going to say, in the next month. But, bro, a lot of times this season he's brushed these legends off. Not brushing legends off, but brushed the accomplishment off. When it was Tim Duncan, okay, when it was this legend, he was like, man. That's crazy. The tone changed for sure. He put some respect on it. He knows what this means. So um, that was good to see. Another thing that's good to see is how nice these Brooklyn Nets have been looking. It wasn't just KD that put in 32 points against that Cavs team. It was Kyrie chipping in at 32 as well. And the Nets have been rolling. Since replacing Steve Nash with Vaughn, the Nets have the league's best record. A slept-on part of that success has been the Simmons-Claxton pairing at the rim. The Nets also lead during that stretch the NBA in blocks per game. And that's because of Claxton looking like Jared Allen. And that's because of Ben Simmons looking like Ben Simmons on one half of the court. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm glad you said that. You Listen, at the end of the day, right, we're going to give Ben Simmons his little flowers, but still Ben Simmons. You know, he's got to prove something to us here. Uh, no, you said it, man. Uh, this Nets team has really been able to turn it around. And as much as we love Steve Nash and respect Steve Nash, he had hustled the Nets just like he hustled the league, one of the league MVP trophies from my boy Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, great player. Unfortunately, that didn't translate to him into an NBA coaching career. And we see how, because this guy whose name you've never heard of, I mean, obviously a respected coach in the league, and he has his resume and his acumen that comes with that. But, I mean, he's not a name like Steve Nash, right? So, at the end of the day, it's not about how big your name is, but the basketball IQ. And you could be a league MVP. Doesn't mean it'll translate into success as a coach. So, it's always something well, to keep in mind. Yeah, man. And don't listen to the mainstream media. The narrative that they were pushing 
No coach could win with this Nets team. Yeah? <laughs> How's Vaughn doing? <laughs> Listen to the plug, y'all. Some of these guys just, man, they just don't know basketball. Yeah, they're not they're not true fans of the NBA, as uh, Ty and I like to say. Speaking of not true fans of the NBA, if you guys didn't know about this popping newest update regarding our boy John Morant, you sleeping, son? John Morant with the newest guy in the league to have his own signature shoe. I mean, man, John's been deserving one. You would have thought he was one of those guys after that rookie season who'd have done been had one, man. What, Nike, what's, what's taking so long? You know what I mean? Yeah, and we got to wait another year, I believe. Well, I guess 2023 right here. But still another year. Shit. We don't got to go yeah, into like details. Said, well, des- well deserved. Top 10 guy in the league right now and second to none from an entertainment factor. This guy is my favorite player to watch. Okay, Bull Bull and John yeah. Morant. Fearless competitor. Attacks bigs with reckless nature. I mean, how do you not like John Moran? Dude, if Luca wasn't in the league this year, you might be talking about John Moran, what he's doing with this Grizzlies team. I mean, dude, John Moran came in, came from a mid-major Division One school. I mean, was drafted high, played great in college. You know what I mean? People knew that he was about it, about it. But I don't think anybody saw this this good this early. We knew he was going to be good. You know what I mean? We thought it might take four or five years down the line. You look at the rest of the roster assembled around this Grizzlies team. Hey, they they got some potential, but they've also got some work to do. Now you look at where they are just a few short couple years later, two, three years later. Well, goddamn, this Memphis Grizzlies team is a contender in the Western Conference. Uh, I mean, on paper, a contender for a championship. I don't really think they're a contender for a championship with their lack of experience. I, but I mean, you think so? Well, well, you see, there I you go. I mean, are, not a crazy statement, you know what I mean? So just three, four short years ago, you would have said the Memphis Grizzlies are championship contenders. You'd have been laughed at, you know? So that's the power of what a player like John Moran is able to do. It's a power of what a player and the chemistry of a Jaron Jackson, a coaching staff, a Desmond. Desmond Bain, if you ask me, is the he's the light switch, right? Because mm-hmm. Ja was doing what he was doing. Jaron Jackson was doing what he was doing, right? You had the rest of the guys doing what they were doing. But it wasn't until Desmond Bain came in and started averaging the numbers that he was averaging in his rookie season and even now where it became a, a – it was like kind of like a one-two punch with Jaron Jackson before, but not really. This is a, a one-two, mama say knock you out. Like these, these guys, yeah. that backcourt might be, other than the Donovan Mitchell one, best backcourt in the nba like you got steph you got darius garland and them like i mean i'm not trying to get carried away but that's a damn good backcourt man it is it is that's a huge strength probably their biggest but on the yeah. defensive end they got some dogs Jerry dogs Jackson, Jr., bro dylan brooks some dogs ties jones i know he's undersized but he makes out for it and they're feisty they got a detroit piston bad boy like edge to them that's why I they think do. they could really get over the hump. They are scared of no one. And, oh, yeah, you might say they got humbled on Christmas and they might lose to a veteran team, but they're dumb enough to not care. And I think that yeah. might make a difference <laughs> when the games start mattering. <laughs> I agree, man, because sometimes you have to have that uh, unrealistic confidence. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have Irrational. to have that JR-level confidence. Irrational. Yep. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Uh, and and the Grizzlies do. And, I mean, let's be real. Right now, it's not so irrational. You know what I mean? It's not so <laughs> irrational. The proof is in the pudding. I mean, they like you said, they got humbled by the Warriors. But let, they don't care. It's on to the next one, baby. Things happen. And that's what I love about this team. 
this team is so easy to get behind. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And the fact that Ja, like you said, is the most entertaining player in the NBA right now only adds to that stock, man. Because Gri- the Grizzlies are doing something down in Memphis right now. Big facts. Big facts. And I hope they make a real run because, <laughs> like I said, I love to watch this kid. I love to watch this team. Let's go, Grizz. Man, we might need to. Yes. We might need to get out there. I've never been to Memphis. So what we're saying is the first live hoop plug <laughs> episode out of NBA Arena is going to be in Memphis. Say yeah, less. Y'all show enough love. We're going to make it happen. Memphis, stand up. Well, we, we that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Have the Zacks B send some tickets or something? <laughs> if not, we go to NOLA. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, man. So big shouts out to the Memphis Grizzlies, man. And big shouts out to the league today. Uh, the level of the talent that we have, in my opinion, is just constantly improving. I mean, we know the top end has always been there with Wilt's gaudy numbers from years ago. But the bottom end is so close to the top end, man, that that percentage has become so elite that the league, it's it's the most competitive you've ever seen and it's going to continue to grow in that way facts facts league is in good hands for sure and that's gonna do it another episode of the hoop plug in the books as always rocking with you it's your boy faraz ty signing off for the plug and as always put some flavor in your ear peace, peace. yes sir good episode i